Welcome to another week of the Soccer Thread Podcast. I'm Dan Schrader. I'm in Portland, Oregon. Uh, we're going to leave the Portland weather update to Palmer today. Uh, so oh. I'm just going to... Yeah, I know. It's weird for me to pass up a chance to talk about the weather. But uh, Palmer's in Portland. What's going on? Yeah, dang. I was going to... I had a different uh, a different intro all ready to go. It was going to be Mourinho-esque. And I was going to tell you how good my audio is. Uh, and my audio is, has always been world class. It's just the idiots around us that uh, can't hear anything. So... Uh, in terms of the weather, I went on a run yesterday on purpose Yeah, uh, because it was, it was just too nice not to be outside. Um, and, uh, my body hurts. My body hurts. It was a great day. That's why you don't it was run. a really great day. <laughs> what, what are the accidental runs that you've been on? Like grocery store closing soon. Got to go. Yep. Usually that. Yeah. Have to poop. It's like definitely have to poop. Cat gets out of the house and you have to chase down the cat. Uh, just act, you know, running out of things. Um, pooping is definitely the most accidental runs that I've, yeah. that I've yeah. had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to wrap that topic up quick and just move on. <laughs> uh, Colin's in the swamp, Scott. Yeah, it's a great, it's great over here. I mean, it's sunny. I don't have to tell you it's sunny. You can tell by my voice uh, how sunny things are in my life right now. I knew it was going to be a good weekend. Uh, I'll just walk you through it. On Friday, we had my company has a uh, all hands meeting, so it's like forty, fifty person company, and you know the CEO talks for a while and then he he kicks it to to somebody else. And you know usually these presentations are pretty dry. You know they're pretty much about work. But we have somebody at work who, uh, you know, we're a bunch of nerds. So we have somebody at work who used to work at uh, JPL, Jet Propulsion Laboratories, which is NASA, right? And he used to work on the Mars rover. And so obviously Perseverance landed on Mars uh, recently. So he took us through uh, the whole story with with Perseverance and what he worked on and how they got it to land on the uh, land on Mars and all this cool shit that was going to happen and the, all the plans. And, oh, yeah, we were, we were putting a helicopter up there. And people were like, why a helicopter? And he's like, just because we thought it would be fun. Like, it just has a camera on it. But, like, it would just be cool to do it because it's never been done. Enough difficult problems to solve at yeah, JPL. Yeah, exactly. It's let's, like, we uh, just, let's just make a fucking helicopter. We just thought there would be – no one's ever flown a helicopter on another planet. So that would be cool to do. And Is it – wait, can we talk about that? Is it actually a helicopter? Like, it relies on the – density of the atmosphere to propel itself or is it like a okay, jet nerd. okay nerd no 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 it's well, like a helicopter it helicopter it, uh, t- 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 like rotary yeah 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 oh that's that's fun don't, don't know if it's gonna work that's the whole point yeah mm-hmm. so uh he was taking us through all this and it's you know a bunch of nerds asking and he's so excited we're all so excited it's the best all hands meeting ever and i'm sitting there being like we're talking about mars right now Everton plays this weekend. Mars, an Mars, omen. Mars. And I'm just feeling like this is the best omen ever. But I'm not going to, I'm putting it away. I'm putting, you know, going to push it down, push the hope down. I go much like Palmer. I go for a run Saturday morning. I'm running, I'm, you know, I run for a while and then I'm maybe half a mile from home. I find $20 on the street. Oh my wow. gosh. My, Whoa. Big, big. My, my life is getting better. Everything's looking up. I still was too nervous to watch the game. Uh, you know, whatever we score in the third minute, like just absolutely everything has been up, up, up for me this weekend. So, uh, it's, did you watch any of the game? I watched it after I did not watch it live, mm-hmm. but yeah, I thought we were going to get a story about how you were hanging out on Friday and all of a sudden you saw a, a spot in the sky and then there was a parachute <laughs> and the <laughs> Rover landed right next to you. Yeah. I was like, I am on Mars. Yep. That's exactly You're already there. That's yeah. how I feel. Uh, I, I just want to say that um, Mars Rovers would be a funny name for a soccer team. <laughs> That'd be a great men's league team. That is, that, that is, that's very. That good. could be uh, Houston Dynamo's uh, rebrand. Mars, Mars Rovers. Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Or the Moon Rovers, yeah. Houston, Houston. Uh, Mike is in Minneapolis. Still got his vest on. Still got it. It's actually, I don't even need the vest. I'm just wearing it in solidarity with uh, Palmer right now. It's, you know, it, temperatures it in the in the mid-20s 
Uh, it's just very, very pleasant outside. We finally kind of gotten over our, our cold snap. Uh, but more importantly, twenties out of the cold snap. I love it. Out of the cold That's snap. So how you've changed, LA Mike? How you've changed? Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a chameleon, baby. I just adapt to my my uh, geography. Uh, did a little skiing on on Friday. Please did a little skate skiing. Um, did a lot better than the first time. Still fell down a bunch. Uh, the first lesson the the instructor said: if you're not falling down, you know, at least three times. Uh, you're doing it wrong. And even though the second second lesson instructor didn't give that same instruction, I still followed through. Uh, I soak up I soak up that information like a sponge. <laughs> coachable. Um, you're just coachable. But very coachable, very coachable. But I was I was actually moving this time, unlike unlike the first skate ski instruction. And this really brought up a dilemma. Um, because when you're not really moving a lot, you don't get tired because you're not you're not really exerting energy. And so as I was moving more, I was starting to get tired and it was really making me kind of question whether skiing <laughs> is for you. me. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Um, but it, it, this, this brought in a new, a new dilemma that I hadn't foreseen. I probably should have foreseen, but yeah. I hadn't. Honestly, when you started telling us about cross country skiing, I was like thinking, this is a really interesting choice by Mike to, of, of all the skiing to choose cross country downhill where you just yeah. more or less stand there. And then sit on a chairlift. Seems water. Yeah, seems more your yeah. style. Yeah. But water skiing, where something else is doing the propulsion. <laughs> water skiing, yeah. Sure. Even water skiing, which is hard, but you know, you know, not cardio cardiovascularly exerting yourself. I mean, we we live and we learn, guys. So you know, I still had a good time. I'm just, I'm not sure. I'm You'll not just sure. never do talking, it again. Talking to my sister again. Uh, this morning about it, we talked about, you know, what are ways that you can get fit without having to exercise? Um, hey, so we talked a lot about steroids and, and other kind of performance enhancing drugs that I could conceivably take so I could still get the joys of cross country skiing without being so tired. I still uh, we'll think see. with with steroids, though, you still have to work out like the whole point. Yeah, of you need what you need to work the, out uh, more. Yeah, you right? need the, like uh, the yeah. little. Um, Ab stimulator. The ab I want yeah, the ab, ab belt. belt. Yeah. The ele- electrical. Yeah, yeah, electrical impulses. You just you could be sitting here recording the pod and just, just yeah sounds, doing doing abs. Sounds uncomfortable, I'm but there about. are definitely no bad ideas in brainstorming. So I appreciate this. But you might get tired from that still, because I mean, do you get sore from those things? I don't know. I don't know I'm if they're different. Either. It, just does, it a, doesn't sound enjoyable to just be sitting there and have the little thing like shocking your stomach or whatever it does. I don't it's want. It's literally what you're asking for. <laughs> no ryan literally what i'm asking for is to be able to do whatever i want physically without having to work for it okay <laughs> and without any discomfort is what i'm asking for okay oh, boy you're asking for a lot i just feel like you're just like the prime candidate for things like uh segways and the little hoverboards and all those kind of things that move people around without because no, i love to walk why would I want a Segway when I can walk? Because it could go faster. Because it could run. Yeah. Yeah. This is impossible. You're impossible. Yeah, you're this impossible. Is... All right, we guys. were told recently that we have a podcast mostly about cross-country skiing, and they were not wrong. Yep. <laughs> Good podcast, guys. We got a little Mars talk. We got a little cross-country skis. Let's we wrap got it up. 30 minutes of outtakes. I think we're done. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I, I have categories. Bring it on. Tough, tough weekend for Liverpool. Oh, Their yeah. form has not been great. Oh yeah, T- tough weekend for Tottenham. Sorry, Their Thomas. form continues to not be great. Yeah, not so a the tough category. Weekend. This is this is an on-brand weekend for them. On-brand weekend. <laughs> uh, the category is teams in the Premier League that have either drawn or beaten Tottenham or Liverpool. Oh, mm. okay. So who have either or who have Tottenham and Liverpool failed to win against? Uh, this year in the Premier League. Okay, so and if a team has drawn or beaten both, can we name them twice, or can we only name them once? No, you name them once. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Palmer, go ahead. I, well, uh, West Ham. They have yes. they have drawn and lost to Spurs. That's right. Although uh, Liverpool has beaten them both times, so. Uh, that's hey. just a Tottenham answer. Well, yeah. 
But I mean, you gave you gave that team away. Uh, Mike, you're up. Uh, Everton. Everton. That's right. Liverpool just lost to them. Uh, let's see here. Everton also beat Tottenham and drew Liverpool in the other meeting and drew Tottenham in the. No, sorry, that's a different team. Uh, Everton having quite a season against these two teams. Yep. Well done, Everton. Everton's a big club. Big club. Oh, I see. This uh, is an Conor. either or. I get it. Uh, Manchester yeah. City. Manchester City has uh, beaten Tottenham and drawn with Liverpool and beaten Liverpool. Uh, Tottenham did beat City at home, though. Yeah, we did. Uh, That's when we were good. I'm trying to hide rows as we go so that my table gets simpler and simpler and... Uh, Google Drive is not the greatest. While you're while you're working, I'll give you Leicester City. Leicester, uh, beat yes, Liverpool. beat Tottenham two 0 uh, Liverpool beat them once and lost to them once, and they must still have a game against Tottenham remaining. Yes. Uh, Mike, you're up. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool has <laughs> like beaten it. Tottenham. Uh, twice. <laughs> Great answer. Yes. Yep. Uh, I'll take Aston Villa. Damn. Villa uh, crushed Liverpool 7-2 and still have three games remaining. Has Villa not wow. played Tottenham Chance for them yet? to do the season sweep on both teams. Chance for them that to is, beat them 7-2. Yeah. Uh, That's wild. They must have had a, uh, like a, a COVID, COVID game, game postponement yeah. or something. Uh, yeah, they, I think so. Okay. Uh, I will take. I'll take um, Chelsea. Chelsea drew uh, with Tottenham, beat Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea lost to Liverpool, and yep, I still have a game with Liverpool remaining. Mike. Uh, I will take Burnley. Have we said Burnley? We have not. Burnley beat Liverpool one nil. And lost to Tottenham 1-0, but that'll do. I guess I'll just take Manchester United. Manchester United drew with Liverpool 0-0. They also lost to Tottenham 6-1. Hey, yo. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> a little bit of sunshine for Palmer right there. A little bit yeah. of sunshine. A smile. A smile. Back when we were good. Listen, look at that. We, we beat Manchester United. We beat City this year. Wow. Uh, give me Wolves. I know that we had a late draw against Wolves. That's right. Uh, Liverpool beat Wolves 4-0, but Tottenham with a late draw, uh, and they both have a single game against Wolves remaining. Mike. Uh, Saints? Southampton beat Liverpool 1-0 and lost to Tottenham 5-2, but qualify for this categories. This really just Colin. feels like we're naming Premier League teams at this point. <laughs> well, if I had done teams that have failed to get a result, it would have been a very short list, and that wouldn't have been as fun. True. I I don't know. This is the first one I think I, I feel like this could be wrong, but i got to say Arsenal. <laughs> gotcha. It is wrong. Ah. Arsenal have lost to Tottenham 2-0 and lost to Liverpool 3-1. Love it. Yeah, love it. Yeah, listen to all. Look at all those great wins, signature wins this season. Signature. Mourinho in. Mourinho in. Only two fixtures a year matter, Palmer. Let's be honest. (laughs) Uh, I feel like Fulham may have drawn to Liverpool this season. Uh, They did one one. They also drew with Tottenham at uh, the new White Hart Lane one one. Lovely, lovely result. Mike. Uh, Newcastle? Have we said Newcastle? Uh, Newcastle has drawn 1-1 with Tottenham and 0-0 with Liverpool. Let's go. Wow. Oh, Palmer's up. Palmer can't think of another Premier League team. I can't. Uh, the only Premier League team that I can think of right now that I know is wrong, Sheffield United, that's wrong. So give me... Uh, uh, shit. Uh, Sheffield United. I'm impressed that you knew that that was wrong. Sheffield United <laughs> uh, 
be- was beaten by Tottenham, was beaten by Liverpool, uh, have those two remaining. I guess Sheffield United is terrible, yeah. so it's not like that surprising. Uh, that's right. Mike, yeah. I think you have to get one more to wrap up the round. Uh, Leeds? <laughs> uh. Nope. Leeds has lost. <laughs> Uh, to I, Tottenham, three 0 lost to Liverpool. I feel like uh, I was that brings say, Palmer back in. West Brom. Hold on, let me hide the Leeds rose. West Brom drew with Liverpool once and was beaten by Tottenham well and Tottenham. Mike, you're still in it though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> teams that are definitely in the Premier League right now. Uh, I don't know Spurs. I don't think Spurs have actually beat Liverpool, but. No, because you said Liverpool, Liverpool for Spurs, yeah, yeah. so they can't. Uh, it's a there is some mathematical property that says that's not possible. Well, Palmer with the winner. Palmer, well done. Palmer, getting ready for the ultimate trivia event with a big win. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so the teams that have uh, lost, as you might expect, going in, uh, they were just Arsenal, Leeds, and uh, I guess Tottenham against Liverpool. And Sheffield so United. Nice. And Sheffield United. Sheffield That's right. United, yeah. uh, the only other teams you guys have missed, Brighton and Hove Albion. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, they got points for Liverpool. Beat, Both got a result. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And Crystal Palace, who drew with Tottenham. Beautiful. I'm, yep. just, I'm just happy I was able to name you know two of the three wrong answers in one trivia. You usually can't do that. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, so this leads us as Palmer, the reigning trivia champion. We have to tease a uh, crossover podcast event of the. We're not sure. I mean, definitely year, maybe decade, depending. Are we talking about like the 2020s or like you know century. the previous 10 years? It's unclear what the decade means. It might time. not matter. Yeah, it might be the crossover end of the century anyway. In which case, any way that you define the decade is gonna uh, be encompassed. Um, but we've got a, tri- a trivia podcast coming up that we're very excited about. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be shit. Yep. Can't wait. That's the tease. Can't wait. Yep. Yep. You've been teased. <laughs> you have been teased. We got to do emails. The, t- the top Allegedly. of the run order says Everton 2, Liverpool 0. But that's not how this podcast works. <laughs> what are you trying to do? I didn't Colin? even put it there. I didn't I, even put I it there. I just thought Colin would want to just jump into a 30 minute Liverpool, or, uh, Everton rant. So I, I mean, put it up there. But I he's showing a lot of restraint. Like, Two, two and a half hours on that if you want me to, but I don't think you want me to. That'll I mean, just be, we've got that, the outtakes will just be Colin talking about Everton for. I can do at minutes. least 30 minutes on tactics on it. So we, uh, uh, we've got 15 minutes for Colin and 15 minutes for Palmer later. So let's just say, <laughs> well, I, we'll I, I don't, I don't need my 15 minutes. Palmer I, seeds the floor. Does the, the, I, I the yield gen- to the Senator from, <laughs> yeah, from Pennsylvania, from, from Liverpool. Uh, yeah, I yield my time. The gentleman yields emails. All right, <laughs> emails. Uh, the first email is from Eric Schrauben. He wants to assure us that even though he hasn't emailed in a while, he still listens religiously, uh, and he, you know, questions his listening choices. He's done some calculations. He listens every week for four point three years, very exact. Fifty-two weeks a year, one hour per week. That's the equivalent of nine point three days. He says that he's wasted listening to us. Apologies, Eric, but you brought this on yourself. And then he asks some rhetorical or maybe non-rhetorical questions. He says, "Why is it that I listen to you guys every week? Is it the sound of crack? Is it the sound of cracking open beers in a shack, or Dan's near baritone dulcet voice, or Ryan's perpetual struggle with Spurs fandom, <laughs> or uh, is it the excited recounting of beginner cross-country ski lessons?" He doesn't know the answer, but he does know that pseudo-social routines continue to give a, a beacon of light. Otherwise, boring greatness of COVID. So thanks. I I don't know. I mean, there's not really questions in there. I don't know if we want to try and decode why Eric listens, or I don't know, what, guys. What a lovely email that was. That's just a yeah, nice very email. nice email. Thanks, Eric, for emailing in. Although for Eric to be struggling with beacons of light in the otherwise boring greatness of COVID, knowing what Eric's been through in COVID, it's been significantly less gray and boring than uh, for most people. Uh, which is not to call out Eric. It's to, to tell everybody else, like, hey, stay in there. You're doing okay. Uh, we're going to get through this. Yes. It's not easy. There's a light. Uh, there is, there's light at the end of the tunnel now. Uh, let's go, folks. Let's fucking go. Yeah, we're almost there. Get your vaccines. Get your vaccines. Get your Wear vaccines. your masks. Okay. Very good. 
Thanks, Eric. We'll never nice be, to be able, be able to explain why anyone listens to us. We don't listen to us. So, no. like, you know. Yeah. Well, I actually have been doing it more in COVID just because I'm running out of podcast here, folks. <laughs> I, I'm getting to the bottom of the barrel, which is where I find our podcast. Admit, admittedly, I don't listen to us, but I do listen to the outtakes. So that's why I listen to us. That's, that's fair. <laughs> Thanks skip right to, to the end. I very rarely listen to a full podcast. That's true. I mostly listen to see what Cliff has done, which is in the outtakes, and then to see if he's spliced in anything when I've asked him to do that. Sometimes. 222. I don't listen yeah. sometimes during the podcast even. So. Oh, yeah. That's that's why I sometimes listen afterwards, because like, <laughs> I don't know. What, I better check to see what happened. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's why you guys ask me all the financial questions, to see if I'm actually listening. So. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I'm not. Definite, definite back of the class kind of situation with those financial questions. Um, all right. Next email is from George Robbins. It's very short. He just says, I'm forever blowing bubbles. No questions here. Just can't wait to hear Palmer react. Um, Ryan. I, I have no reaction. I, yes, Cam. <laughs> I woke up at 4 a.m. this morning to watch this game, fully knowing that we were going to lose. I texted Dan last night. I'm waking up at 4 a.m. Am I crazy? Uh, and then I said, I just hope that Delhi or Bale starts, neither of which did. I woke up at 3.50, looked at the team sheet, thought to myself, should I do this? And by that point, I was already up. So I, I watched this game. Uh, we have a lot of attacking talent. We're shit at defending. Um, we gave up two goals in the first five minutes of either half. Uh, And that, I think, is a reflection of the manager. Um, And then the manager turns around and says there's nothing wrong with his management style. His management team is world-class, and sometimes football happens to them. So, um, yeah, this is fucking, it's horseshit. I hate hate us. Uh, We got a lot of great attacking talents. They They were fun to watch attacking. Defending were awful. So congrats to West Ham um, on defending and scoring two goals in the first half. Uh, that's great. Good for them. Champions League spot. We suck. Uh, moving on. <laughs> so having just looked up Tottenham's results, uh, Wikipedia you know, does the format where greens are uh, wins and then yellows are draws, and they put them in the list and they break it out by competition. Uh, started the season with a loss to Everton. And then Big club. Big club. a lot of green, like a, a lot of green that mm-hmm. fades into yellow, that fades into red. Yeah, it's classic a, Mourinho. Like, Patterns. This is not a team that's been bad all year, at least results-wise, but they have tanked. They've lost five of their last six. Mm-hmm. Three points like, from I, six is the lowest of Mourinho's yeah. career at any point, in, Guys, any, anywhere we were, he's been. We were top of the table in December. December nineteenth, we were first. Wow. We are currently what ninth or tenth? It's insane. It's, it's just insane. an insane drop from form. And really, like the only thing I feel like the only thing that Mourinho, I, this has turned into uh, a um, Tottenham discussion. When I'm sure George wants West Ham. Uh, by the way, Jesse Lingard has been um, yeah. Fantastic I, I was going to mention that. that. Just like Ole, what are you doing? Yeah, I just what a great signing that uh, that he's been great. Um, but yeah, I mean Spurs just it's just they don't look like they even want to play for Mourinho right now. Uh, Delhi finally got some time and just looks like a player that has been absolutely eviscerated mentally. Uh, you know, Bale comes in and provides an assist in the midweek. He he scored. Uh, and provide an assist. Uh, you know he's a twenty million dollar flat track flat track bully. That's great money well spent, I guess. Um, I just yeah, we're terrible. Um, so it's kind of I want to bring it back to West Ham a little bit because we, quite frankly we've heard you say these things about Spurs for the past three weeks yes, at least. And George deserves West Ham talk. Yeah. Uh, both managers in this game are former. Manchester United managers uh, since Sir Alex Ferguson, right? Mourinho, David mm-hmm. Moyes, uh, and then there's another one in that in that uh, 
ordering Louis Van Hall. So let's say you fire Mourinho, because I'm assuming that you, you want that to happen as quickly as possible. Yes, please. Uh, would you rather have Moyes or Louis Van Hall? Oh, God. Uh, uh, that is a... Van Hall was terrible at United. So uh, was Moyes. I, Moyes was not very good either. That's true. Um, shit. I, don't, I have no idea. I think Moyes got... I mean, Moyes has a certain level, right? Um, it's higher than Spurs right now, right? <laughs> it's it Champions League right now. I, it is. You're right. But, like, it's... But it's also, it's not winning a, a league title, right? Like, Moyes is not going to win a league title. He can he's he was in Champions League. That was his level once at one time. Like, he took Everton to the Champions League. Am I right? Correct. Uh, so, I mean, he's Moyes can get there, right? Van Hall was just a bad experiment. But I also think that he got the tail end of uh, Ferguson, where, like, those guys were, you know, there was a generation that was kind of phasing out, right? So um, there was always a, a building pro- pro- uh, process. I want, I want, uh, I want Ledley King as our uh, caretaker manager right now. Just get Mourinho out. So I'm not going to answer. Is Ledley King thing. like on the staff now? Where is Ledley yeah, King? Yeah, he is. He is. Van Hall has not coached since he left Manchester United in 2016. He's fresh. He's probably <laughs> excited. He's ready to go. Uh, I, these guys will uh, play. Is, I mean, is is are we learning anything about David Moyes here, or is this who we thought he was, et cetera, et cetera? He should never get another big job. Can I uh, rephrase the question? Yeah. Colin, as the person that certainly knows the most about Moyes here, what's he doing at West Ham that's so successful? Is this... I mean, yeah, you tell us. Why are you asking us questions? You're the one that knows the man. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think what David Moyes is really good at is uh, kind of, I don't want to say team building or something like that, but uh, he, he has a way to play that he likes to play. He can he gets the guys he wants or, or fit the way he wants to play and especially have the attitude he wants to have. But then the, what he's actually really good at is setting up teams to um in kind of a you i don't want to call it a reactionary or reactive way but saying like okay spurs play like this so we need to play like that right instead of saying is the the opposite is pragmatic yeah it's the opposite of pep guardiola right pep's teams are like this is how we play we play this way force that game yeah and this is how it's going to be and 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 we you know this is the only way we play, we, we, right? We have one plan, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So um, Pep's team, or I'm sorry, Moore's teams have a million plans, a million ways to play. All the players need to be able to play all those ways. They need blah, blah, blah. And I guess my question is, and I, I think he's very successful at that. I think maybe it's harder to do outside of the Premier League, and he's very familiar with the Premier League and all that kind of good stuff. And maybe players' mentalities or fans' mentalities in the Premier League, and that's why he can be successful uh, in the Premier League. But my question is really, is like, can you play that way at a bigger club, right? Moyes, I think, is one of the best managers in the world at that. But if you think about the big clubs, Liverpool with Klopp, like, it's a different style than Pep, but they have a style. They want to play a certain way. Pep wants to play a certain way. Like, can you get players at a, at a super club to have to just be servants to you and say like okay some some weeks like i don't need you to get goals i need you to do something else some weeks I, you know i mean well, it, i mean i think it takes a lot of humility to to change your style often and i think big clubs and big players tend to not have that humility and it's also i think potentially an indication on like your manager where when you get to that level maybe you think oh i'm smart enough i'm good enough that i can just enact my one style on teams no matter how the other team is playing and still be successful there are kind of two parts of doing that though right you look at a a match coming up and you want to blunt the other team's most dangerous options and you want to attack the other team's most weak uh, areas of the pitch and it seems like Moyes probably does a good job blunting the other team's most dangerous attack I don't know if he's an offensive like and maybe you can should tell me Colin but like does he set his teams up 
to attack the weakest part of the other team also? Like, does he have both of those halves? Or is it really more about making sure you don't get beat more than you go to beat the other team? No, I think I think he's... I think that's a common misperception, basically, about David Moyes. And um, I think that where this, like, gets lost or whatever is that it, a lot of his teams... I mean, obviously Everton and West Ham are really what I'm thinking of, uh, don't have a lot of attacking talent, right? Like for years with Moyes, uh, the best way we had to break down teams or attack was Leighton Baines, our left back, right? So it's like, okay, yeah, you take Liverpool right now and you take away all their good attackers and just have Andy Robertson and be like, how are we going to get goals out of just Andy Robertson, right? It's tough. Um, And I think the same thing about West Ham right now. Like uh, they signed Haller, or whatever for 50 million pounds and he sucked and they got rid of him they're still scoring enough goals to beat spurs right like they're still scoring goals um yeah i mean they it's got not, it's not like lucky mikel mikel antonio's was injured came back today and he was he's yeah he's, he's been good i mean he's been yeah. consistently good for west ham jesse lingard has been a great signing yeah, like totally. uh, like the top scorer is thomas uh Suchek. who, who is, yeah to, but like defensive midfielder these, yeah these guys Suchek, antonio Lingard, they're not getting in any of those teams you're talking about, like Spurs, whatever, Chelsea. Obviously, Lingard's not getting in United. That's why he's there, right? right. Like, that's what Moyes did at Everton as well, is taking these guys who on the practice pitch or on the practice field are a little bit of a quality below, and he still gets goals from them. I, I, I don't think that's a, a mis, like a lucky or like just rolling out the ball and being like, okay, Mikel Antonio, go get goals. Like it doesn't work like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree, but like, this is, I think that, that Moyes is at his level. Like I, like I said before, I don't, I don't see Moyes winning a champions league. I don't think he's like a world-class manager. I think to what Colin is saying, I think is good. Like he, he gets the type of players to play the way he needs them to play. Right. Okay. Here's and, a, here's this, but like, well, to, to, uh, to Colin's point, like Moyes was not, uh, I don't think he outclassed Mourinho today. It was game states, right? There were two goals scored in the first five minutes of each half. And then West Ham just got pummeled for the next 90 minutes or 80 minutes, right? So uh, I, like Spurs hit the crossbar, Spurs hit the post, probably should have came away with the draw in this one. Um and Mourinho or Moyes came came away with three points. Like, good on you, good job, Mourinho or Moyes. Uh, bad job, Mourinho, for not getting your team ready and set up to to play the first five minutes of each half. Um, and like, you know, West Ham I think is overperforming this year. And that's good, good for them. Like he kept them up, and now they're overperforming, and they could be in a Champions League spot. I'm gonna bet that they don't end up in the year. In that's what Champions I was gonna League ask. Spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's nice now. Okay. So. I, I have kind of the, the flip side question on this, which is we're talking about Moyes finding a spot. Mourinho has clearly been trending downward for a while. His level was big club, but that's clearly not the case anymore. Do we think Jose would benefit from playing from managing, you know, an Everton or a West Ham type club that's kind of a mid-level mid-level club oh, you, God. so this is a great point because uh do you know who a top level manager is that coaches a lot like what we're describing where they look at each match they try to blunt the opposing team's offense they try to right it's it's uh, that's jose Mourinho. like the uh, colin has talked i think before about the um the coach's corner or whatever you can look it up on youtube i just watched one with Mourinho talking about when he was i think at Inter and they played against Barcelona and just watching him move these little things around the table and talk about how they were dealing with Messi and stuff right like it's what we're talking about Moyes doing with West Ham right now and he was doing it with Inter to beat Barcelona in the Champions League semifinal or whatever that was right so uh basically Mike to bring it back around we know what that type of coach can look like at the top level it can be successful right now it's not at all apparently and yeah I think Mourinho probably would do well to go coach at uh you know west ham yeah i i mean i think i think it can work at the top level i think ancelotti is another one he, he manages this way i can talk about the tactics this week that is exactly what we well, did this week to liverpool and look how well he's doing at everton yeah, right right everton's a good level for him uh 
I also think Diego Simeone, who we talked about before, is this guy as well. Um, maybe, you know, we are only familiar with his tactics more in the Champions League where they kind of set up as the smaller team or like, oh, we're going to defend, defend and, and, and win that way. But they score a shit ton of goals in La Liga. They can play other ways. Um, they can play with the ball. Absolutely. Um, so, and, and it doesn't necessarily, and not uh, all these guys, just because you're, you're a little bit reactive mean that you're reactive in the same way, right? Like Ancelotti uh, sets up teams to have a number 10, right? Like we, Hamas specifically signed for Carlo and, Gilfie Sigerson has come back into our team because he has a role for a player who plays in that way. And he sets everybody else up to, to have that win possible, be the attacking plan. Right. So, uh, I think there's different, you know, you know, there's different ways to, to make it look, but I, I totally agree with your point and Mike's question that Mourinho's next team should be, Oh, I don't know. Probably not Crystal Palace. Well, a, 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 probably not in the Premier League, but it should be like uh, it'll never be Sampdoria or something it'll like that. Be. Like he would, he, that's where be. he needs to go, and he needs to be able to build it, and he needs to come in with a little bit of a different mentality, which is maybe asking too much. Uh, it'll it'll never be. Yeah, it'll never be. It's he'll never do that because he'll he's always looked at himself as like the special one, right? Like it should only take two years. Well, today's comment that he was asked today about like, if, I mean, I know that you're not supposed to stand up in front of the media and be like, yeah, I'm starting to doubt myself a little bit. Right. But he was essentially asking like, are you starting to doubt you, your, your style? And his response was my style is world-class. It's not my fault. It's the player's fault. They're the ones that are not. It's but like you have to get the players to play. Like how, it's not. Wait, how long has he been it. at Tottenham? Paper <laughs> game. Paper game. Yeah. Yeah, he's been at two years. Like he's fifteen months uh, under his under his managerial style, and it still doesn't seem like we can play. Like it's it's as if he doesn't know how to manage the attacking talent that we have. Fair. I mean, fair point. Our defense is fucking shocking they are terrible terrible right uh Dyer as a center back is awful Davidson as a center back are they are mid-level I mean you know what maybe Mourinho is where he needs to be we are <laughs> mid-table that is maybe this is it maybe this is it maybe he has found his club I agree though it, he needs to like uh reframe where he thinks he is or like I mean it's just a little bit his personality is is shit but uh, this does strike me that like I watched a, a video on Twitter this week of Marcelo Bielsa because that's just what I do. Um, and he was saying how he uh, kind of makes this deal with his players. He says, every time I substitute you, I don't want you doing the shit of, uh, you know, being pissed off that you're getting subbed off. He's like, I'm never going to talk about you in the media. I'm never going to blame you ever. You can make the biggest mistake in the world. You know, you can be a keeper and have the ball go under your foot. I'm never going to blame you in the media, but when you come off the field, you don't blame me for bringing you off. It sets a bad tone for the guy coming on, blah, blah, blah. He has this whole reason of, of why that's like, that doesn't make sense to do. Even though you're mad, I get you're mad. You want to play? Of course you do. But he's like, we can't, we can't have that. And, and I'm going to do this for you. You do that for me. And that's how we go. And just like, just strikes me like how, he thinks about that as like um, core to having a successful team and Mourinho just blazes past that part of team building or, 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 you know, having a, any kind of like uh, us mentality. Was that 15 minutes? Yep. I was given 15 minutes. I mean, well, there you go. That's West Ham 15 minutes right there. <laughs> All right. Well, soccer threat at gmail.com. I mean, <laughs> that's the most we've ever done on West Ham. Do we even, I don't know if we really talked about West Ham, but, we, we yeah. gave Moyes a lot of love. Yeah, we did. I, I think uh, we gave Moyes a lot we, of love. We, yeah. we noted to George that his team is going to go downhill after this. They're, they're not, they're not going to finish <laughs> in the Champions League. We don't believe. That's I mean, right. a cheeky, cheeky email from George right before West Ham has to play Man City. So, you know, get on yeah. him. Hey, get it. Get it. Get it in. Uh, all right, Colin. Your 15 minutes are up. Everton 2, Liverpool nil. Oh, my God. What a game. What a game. Hey, I thought we did this. Oh, God. The, the I mean... 
I just love the mentality straight from the beginning. Straight from the kickoff, we go long, and Carlo's like, Carlo gets asked about it in the post-match interview, and he said, yeah, I thought that, that they would be weak to that. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, I thought we could, it would work. And then we dominated the first three minutes and scored a goal, and he's like, yeah, it worked. Like, what do you want from me? He's not not backing backing down at all. Yeah, exactly. Sipping that just cappuccino. Sip a little espresso, and it's just like, yeah, well, I thought it would work. It, it worked. Turned out it worked. Yeah. Um, uh, having a player like Hamez, the the ball he rolls to Richarlison on the first goal, um, with basically doesn't even look at him, just like knows where the space should be, and the player make, like that kind of stuff is. I, I remember saying the same shit about Sam Samuel Eto when we had Samuel Eto towards the end of his career, and he would occasionally score a goal or make a pass that was like a feeling like it was above our level, and that pass from Hamez was like, oh yeah. Gilfie doesn't make that pass. Nobody makes that pass. Where, He's played for Everton for the past 10 years. Where was this game? At Anfield. Anfield. Yeah. God, it would have been amazing if, like this, if the years. fans were there. All the, everyone... Uh, well, that's what I was, If this was at Goodison and the fans were there for something like well, I mean, that, even just, just the like, away can you imagine being be there? Bonkers. Yeah, that's bonkers true. Bonkers at Anfield. Uh, it was great to see. Um, so the last time Everton had won at Anfield was 1999. So uh, guys like Seamus Coleman, who's the captain of the team and had a big role to play and, and played it very well, had a great game. Like we're just like completely emotional after the game. Duncan Ferguson, we've talked about Duncan Ferguson before. Oh he's he he's the assistant great. manager. He's like six foot four, former striker for Everton, Everton tattoo on his, on his uh, shoulder. Um, he was like in tears after the game crying you know both the most emotional and carlo made a comment about it in the press conference too he said uh the happiest one of us was duncan and uh <laughs> i love how you can now uh social media exists and all these guys i feel like this doesn't really happen as much in american sports but these guys are just like posting shit uh it's like kind of after the world cup we saw this the women's world cup like posting shit from the locker room like right after big wins uh or like whatever facebook living it this shit does happen in American sports, except it ends up like being like a huge story. Like, yeah, I mean that's why it doesn't really happen. These guys are posting like joyful shit. Yeah, and yeah. in American sports, it like gets kind of uh, spun as like being disrespectful or some stupid shit. Uh, but yeah, the 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 half the post in in the locker room, they're all just like, jumping around, and there's just like videos. <laughs> there's a video of them, and it's just like completely. And there's not even singing; it's just yelling, just ah! <laughs> like, you know, just like, like how long are they doing this for? Just yell, just screaming, like. That's um, great. So yeah, very very happy. Four losses in a row at Anfield for Liverpool, first time since the 1920s. For Everton yeah, to be able to in, put that on them is just oh so good. They're in bad form right now. Yeah, they are shockingly bad. And Keevan, uh, you know, texted me about Liverpool, but I will keep saying it that their problem is not their injuries to center backs. Um, if anything, the, the center back goals. that was the the two defenders I would put at fault for the two goals uh, would be their newly signed center back, whose name I can't really remember. Oslock or something like that for the first one. And then the second one was Trent, Ale Trent Alexander Arnold. Um, just basically getting outrun by Dominic Calvert Lewin. Like uh, it's not, it's not about VVD not being there. Uh, you got to score goals. Jordan Pickford was, was great, but you got to score goals. I mean, if you can't I, score goals at home. Like you're going to, you're going to lose. When was the last time Liverpool won at home? December 16th. Oh, Oh my God. God. Spurs were top of the table. <laughs> I mean, I think we shouldn't discount VVD's goal scoring ability. He's, I mean, he's a definite threat on set pieces. I think he had five goals last year. I don't think I'm looking at five Wikipedia. goals. He okay, had five great. goals. Yeah. I think he scores. <laughs> he scores big goals. I'm pretty sure he scored to beat Everton last year, or two years ago. So, like, I think you're right. Defense isn't their problem, but I think also VVD is he's a menace on, on both ends of the pitch. And, you know, oh, I mean, I agree that. with you that like he's he's uh whatever he's a very good player a, a going forward and defending. But um, yeah, they just I, I, we've been saying this since whatever mid late December that they can't score goals. They went through that five games in a row without scoring. They haven't fixed it. It's the same guys. I mean, it doesn't make sense. But 
They haven't fixed it. Yeah, but I, I mean, they're not scoring in the Premier League, but they midweek they had a Champions League game against I can't remember who, but Leipzig. Uh, Leipzig. They, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Sala and Mane scored. They hung what it was like three or two, four, one, two, one, two zero. I, I think. thought they scored more. Uh, I thought they scored more than that, but um, two I mean, they're, yeah. they scored in that right. That's Champions League, so. Um, I mean, they're not scoring in the Premier League, yes, but I mean, it's, it's there. It's there, right? I, you would I mean, think, you'd think, oh, it's, it's there, it's there, but it's still not coming along. They still lost four yeah. in a row, you know? I mean, um, they're, they're just, they're going through a, a tough time right now. It's a dark time. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a soccer expert, but one thing I am an expert on is going for walks. And sometimes <laughs> I'm out for a walk and there's a storm. Um, and if you're walking through a storm, you have to keep your head held high and you can't be afraid of the dark and you just have to, you just have to walk on oh God. Uh, with hope in your heart. Yeah. And um, I think that's what Liverpool needs to do. That's a great point. Well, point. well played. Well yeah. played. That's that class podcasting right there. That is a class podcasting. All right. So Manchester city are top of the table. They're starting to run away with this. They're now 10 points up on Leicester in second. Uh, Leicester, United, West Ham f- fill out the top four, followed by Chelsea, Liverpool, Everton, Villa, Tottenham in ninth, Arsenal in tenth. Uh, it's pretty wild to see Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal all outside the top four. Only the expected City really there. And even United, like, I'm not sure anyone was really sure they'd be a top four team. So, like, putting them in the top four, I don't know if they're, like, big big four right if you're gonna like try to define that before the season like it's not crazy is what i'm trying to say but also like i don't know if we had any more confidence they'd be there than like lester would so it's just a perception thing i don't know anyway uh spurs chelsea arsenal liverpool are any of those coaches like legitimately in the hot seat right now or maybe put another way uh mike do you think any of those coaches should be safe or should they all be worried i think all those coaches, I mean, well, first of all, disclaimer, last time we said someone was safe, they were fired like three days later. So <laughs> probably I would just hit the hit the plus 30 button like four or five times right now. But I would say all those coaches should be safe. Uh, I Not mean, che- Chelsea. What? Chelsea just hired a new right. coach. Chelsea so. just hired someone. I mean, Liverpool yeah, are not going to fire Klopp. Klopp is going to have to do something egregious to get fired there. Um, I, I don't know. Just like... Yeah, I, I, I think all those guys are probably safe, but that means they're just going to get fired. Would Liverpool, would Liverpool, like, if they continue to lose, you say that Klopp would, can't do any wrong there right now, right? But I think we remember, uh, what's his name at, uh, why can't, why I'm blanking on it, at Leicester, uh, Ranieri. Ranieri, yeah. Um, and he brought a Premier League title to Leicester, and then how long after? Like he was fired mid-season the next season, yeah. right? Uh, weren't they? Weren't they? Is that... They were in danger of being releg, or you know, quote unquote, in danger. I think like Liverpool is not that far off. They and if they just finish kind of mid-table for a year or two, I think the fans are still high off of Champions League wins, off of Premier League wins. I that's I I think that that is assuming a lot of the fans. It's I was shocked when Ranieri was fired. Shocked, uh, and that was a season after his champion or uh, Premier League winning season. So fans are fickle, uh, and they don't like they don't like losing, and they don't they do a, a, a program like Liverpool too. I don't think right? Ranieri was really pushed out by the fans though. My sense, my memory is that he was pushed out by the owners because they were worried. Yeah. Leicester is going to drop. They're going to lose a bunch of money. I think the fans were kind of like, we still love Ranier. He won us Premier yeah. League when we never thought right. that would happen. Right. So I think it, he could take us down. We don't yeah, care. Yeah. So I, and I would imagine Klopp probably doesn't quite have that level of love at Liverpool just because it's it wasn't quite a shock. But I, unless Liverpool are flirting with relegation, I think he's fine. I mean, you, so, you make a good point, but I, I also they just re-signed Klopp to new money, so that makes it harder for him to be fired you know, more costly. I think he has, I think they could do this basically for 12 months before yeah. he'd be on the hot seat. But if you want to splice in a uh, rich boy, throw some D's where he says new money. When Colin said new money, that'd be cool. <laughs> you don't have to do whatever you want. 
Klopp has managed three teams as a full manager. Uh, Mines, 2001 to 2008. That's seven years. Then he went to Dortmund, 2008, 2015. That's seven years. Oh, then he baby. went to Liverpool, 2015, plus seven. He's got 12 months left, yeah. is what I'm saying. <laughs> wow. That's exactly right. Shelf life. Yeah. Shelf life. Uh, which is not bad. If you're a seven-year seven yeah, cycle manager, that's that's better than uh, Mourinho. He's yeah. a two-and-a-half-year, two-year. Yeah, I think Mourinho's gone this summer. <laughs> Uh, if they, I think Arteta's uh, got to be. Yeah, Arteta Arteta's might be gotta, gone yeah. for, before summer, but I think Mourinho's gone this summer. I think if if Mourinho wins a trophy, he will not be fired. That's his only thing. If I he agree does with not you. win a trophy, I think he's this, getting fired. <laughs> I'm just um, disclaimer. So this this week, Tuchel subbed uh, Hudson Odoi on, and then subbed him back off. Afterwards, said uh, he was not happy with his attitude and energy. Oh, that Palmer. is Mourinho this level. Is, this is not something Bielsa would have done. <laughs> God damn. Sub of a sub uh, in soccer is a, a big, big diss. Is there any diss like this in the world of sports that's as bad as soccer sub on, sub off? Uh, there, I, can't, I cannot think of a good one because it is one. The thing about soccer is like, like you can sub a basketball player in and sit him an entire half. And then he's allowed to play again, right? This is like as soon as you're off, you are done, right? You hit the and showers. Yeah. Not only, not only were you, you were a sub to start. You weren't in the starting eleven, and you were put on and then taken off again. That is like, that's bad. I can't think of any other. There's nothing that compares to me. It's like the the culture is totally. You know, you see baseball relief pitchers get brought in all the time for one batter. It's like you come in, you strike out this guy, and then we take you off. It's like, yep, you knew that was your job. You did it. No hard feelings. But with soccer, it's like you get brought in. The expectation is you will play the rest of the game. Yeah. And and I mean, the the only thing I could like compare it to, which I've, I, can't remember an example of is like if you started a something like a basketball game played the first five minutes and then they sat you the rest of the game <laughs> yeah like and you're it, one of our starters you're se- one of our best players wait night. i fucked that up you're not one of our best players you're not one of our best 10 players sit here next you to also me. you also have like everything else has unlimited subs right right there is a limit amount of you you get three and he used two on the same <laughs> yeah. guy <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's why it has to be a situation where you're like, you could have plenty of opportunity to reuse this guy, but I'm not going to do it. You're just going to sit the bench next to me. I think, well, because there are unlimited subs, especially in football, sitting your starting quarterback in the middle of a game is like, whenever that happens, I feel like everyone's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. It would have to be like like you you sit the quarterback the backup comes in, throws three, four, five picks, and he's just like throwing pick after pick, and you still look at that starting quarterback, and you're like, no, you're, like, uh-uh. no, you're not going to sit as that guy. Yeah, yeah. Can Can Hudson Odoi play for uh, Tuchel? I mean, he's going to have to because can anyone play for Tuchel? Is permanently injured, so <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, Tuchel yeah. has done quite well since being at Chelsea. I mean, I think they've had like easy opponents, but uh, they've got. I don't think they've lost since he was brought on. And yeah, I think I think ball, in this game they, they had like a four hundred minute scoreless uh like a clean sheet streak snapped or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And that's coming from a team that I mean, if we think about like the the uh the, them being a little bit of the inverse of uh Liverpool and Spurs, like earlier, not so long ago, we were like laughing at Keppa's, you know, shenanigans and watching them fold downhill so uh it has been quite the turnaround so who's your top four then who finishes in the top four so right now we got we got city obviously the champions leicester united and then uh around that west ham chelsea liverpool everton uh everton villa like who who's Who's your top? Villa's not going to finish in the top four. Who's your top four? <laughs> I hate. I mean, I was just going down the table. This thing, the next team. It wasn't Spurs. It was Villa. I'm, what do you want me to do? I Spurs are not finishing the top four. I can promise you that. <laughs> I've got City, Manchester City, Leicester City. 
Uh, United will stay there. And I think Chelsea, not that they're being great, but Tuchel does have them just collecting points. I think Chelsea will bump in. I'll take I'll take Liverpool to come in fourth still. I still think they're good enough and they'll figure it out. I'll take the field. I'll take West Ham, Everton, and Villa combined. Wow, just ma- making up rules. It's, okay, for the one fourth. of those? Yep, yep. Okay. Just <laughs> All right. So you're keeping Leicester and, and United, though? Yeah, Leicester and United, yeah. I think Liverpool will get in there. And I will, I'll say that Spurs are going to win the Europa League and get a Champions League spot through that. That's how it's going to happen. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. Wow. Who are you? I'll take... Can, I'll take socks on on not winning. Get out of here! That's that's. I come on. You think that we can't even beat West Ham? Oh my god! You want socks uh, socks odds? I'll give you socks odds. Odds. <laughs> I'll give you a whole drawer. Oh, all right. I like this. <laughs> ooh, now we're talking. Ooh, ooh. Uh, that's a run order. I think we're pretty long, so uh, I think we should just call it a day. Called a week. Stay tuned for some trivia. I'm not sure when that's going to happen, but uh, it'll hit your feeds. I'm looking forward to that. The crossover event of the decade. Is it going to be a double? Will it be released on both pods? Yeah, I think so. Oh, Amazing. Wow. I Amazing. wonder how many, it's gonna how be many new all listeners over the will internet. tune into one of our podcasts the week after that and then be like, nope, this is nope. not for me. <laughs> <laughs> These guys that's, were okay with it how- when they weren't in control, but when they're in control, they are terrible. Yep. That's uh, how we get Heineken money. I'm guessing that more of our listeners will become interested in a trivia podcast yeah. than the other way. Right? <laughs> That's fair. That's what I'm guessing. I have to put it on my own feed. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a good podcast. That's why we're hooking up. Yep. Love it. All right. Uh, anything else, guys? Thanks, Cliff. That's all I got. Thanks, Thanks Cliff. Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. Bye, guys. me how to talk into my microphone, Colin. Don't tell me how to talk to Colin, damn. I'll talk to Colin however the fuck I want. Colin. I think even you, after Everton wins a derby, are not as positive as Ted Lasso on his worst day. That man is positive. Yeah, but if I if I do this with my AirPods, they come out of my ear. Can you just have like one? Can't you just have one that's out? Can you just have like one? You're not getting it Can on this side. So I'm currently recording. That's going to be echoing. Oh. I tried to tell you. No one wants to listen to Mr. Positivity over here. I'm trying to tell you what's going on. I know what's happening. I fucking do. I have to be here. You want? Is this what you want? Is this what you want? That was, that was very off-putting. Mm-hmm. Mars, Mars, Mars. Mm-hmm. We got a new vacuum cleaner, and Anna was like, "Can I run the vacuum cleaner upstairs while you're in the basement?" And I said, "With this new microphone, you can run that vacuum cleaner wherever you want. Not a sound will be picked up. Cliff will not yell at me." I don't know. That's dangerous. You're playing with fire there. I know. Pride comes before the fall. There. I'm I'm recording right now. I'm giving Cliff a lot of golden content. Whoa! I just started recording, so that. Oh, it's gonna be all over the place. Mm. Colin, stir the tanks. Stir the tanks. Mm. Mike, that's just a really smart choice by you. You will go through tough times. Uh, Mac MacBook from 2012, but it's about coming through that. Computer. I don't like that. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's what I'm talking about. Cliff's gonna be. 
really confused when there's just so much dead space. But if we're still here. Oh, no. You're not missing anything, Cliff. You're just, we're just. It's just that Palmer's working on his audio, so we're waiting for him to cue us good outtakes. To And Dan is furiously trying to format a spreadsheet so that he can do categories that doesn't take 10 minutes to answer for every single guess. I'm more curious to know what this category topic is than to play the actual game, which is strange because I love playing categories. I'm back and still bad audio. Yep. All right. Well, then it's your fault because I sound great over here. Ooh. Mm. We already clapped. Holy moly. Clapped like 10 minutes ago. We're on no timeline, so whatever, you know. I just like that we we have spent uh, 220-odd episodes. What? Oh. Uh, your audio got better for one second. Your audio got good for me. <laughs> no, Ryan. Literally what I'm asking for is to be able to do whatever I want physically without having to work for it. Okay? And without any discomfort is what I'm asking for. Mourinho in. Mourinho in.